Tonight, another story from Gary's Classroom. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary, and these are our incredible stories. Hello, and welcome back to all of our friends and listeners from around the world and across the United States. We are happy to have you back with us. If you are listening for the first time, well, welcome to the show. I, I, we've got some great stories to share with you. I'm sure you're going to enjoy yourself. And uh, as a special gift for joining us, um, every Friday we're going to treat you to a free episode on the house. Don't even worry about it. It's, <laughs> it's our treat. Um, if you like what you hear, like and subscribe to this show. Um and uh, tell your friends about it. I'm sure that uh, they'll probably enjoy listening to our incredible stories as well. Absolutely, Gary. And uh, as we speak now, uh, we've come a long way from when we first started. Uh, we have listeners at the moment from more than 50 different countries around the world. And uh, most of the United States, uh, a majority of the United States anyways, with uh, large segments of people in New York, California, Florida, and so uh, we welcome each and every person, wherever you might be, um, to uh, spend this time with us. Sit back, relax, wherever you are, and hopefully uh, you find these stories both interesting, entertaining, and informative. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a wide variety, don't we, Gary? Uh, oh, we really we, do. We do history, we do uh, very unusual events, and we do unusual people, and and sometimes we just do humor, uh, scary stories or little humorous stories. And tonight, we've got our funny bone in place, and we're going to oh, look yeah. at a humorous story. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I shared last time, well, not last time, but last time I, I told a story. I believe it was uh, when I was talking about where I work. I, I work with students who are emotionally disabled, um, which is never boring. It's never boring. I mean... Uh, a lot of different personalities. Some people have multiple personalities. And this um, past week, you even got bitten by one I, of your I students. did. I got bit. And I mean, like, if I were going to go over all of my <laughs> incidences uh, that I've, I've had in this job, it, it would be a, a long list. I've, I think I've been bitten at least 15 times. Oh. Uh, had a pencil put through my bicep. Stabbed um, with a pencil? Yep, that was the pencil incident. And I've, I've had two concussions, uh, glasses broken. I've yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, you name it, I've, I've been through it, <clears throat> but they all, they all tell me that they, they love me and appreciate me. And <laughs> every once in a while I get a letter that says, sorry, I stabbed you with a pencil or, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I said I was going to uh, come to your house and uh, smother you in your sleep. So, folks. so, <laughs> so I appreciate the little things and uh, I, I'm glad that they, they do care about me in a, even behavior, in a, in a behavioral and uh, emotionally disordered classroom. Uh, you're not the usual typical teacher. No, no, no. But I, to, in all seriousness, I, I really do love working with my kids and, and they are fantastic and uh, everybody has struggles and, and my job is to be there for them and to help them through their time of crisis and help them deal with their emotions in the most appropriate way. And it's sometimes those emotions get the best of them. And it's important to have work that's meaningful and productive. Right. Now, aside from that, because I could go on and on and on about my, uh, my job, um, we went back to the Creek. Now, last time I, I spoke about the Creek, um, I, I told about how, um, I had these two, uh, older women and one of them, um, 
was getting a little fatutzed with the <laughs> the guy who was leading the tour, and she decided to um, give him a little hard time. And uh, and then fatutzed. we is that a word? Fatutzed, yeah, that means uh, a little frustrated or uh, <laughs> upset. And uh, so then and then the other um, uh, wonderful, lovely uh, lady uh, who decided to tell us about um, uh, Pip. I think it was Pip. Um, Puff. It was oh. Puff. Uh, the uh, Cornish uh, chicken slash um, peacock mix that um, uh, for some some reason all of their chickens got eaten by something and eventually Puff got eaten as well. And then uh, uh. and then she told us about the alligator and his name was Little Al and <laughs> Chlor- chlorine did not mix with Al <laughs> for whatever reason. Her and her brothers back in the 30s or 40s when they were younger decided to have a little alligator in their swimming pool and so uh, it became a, a situation straight out of national lampoons let's just put it that way um so anyways uh some time had passed and so we uh, ended up going back to the creek because we'd started doing a lot more field trips uh now that the uh, pan- pandemic has uh, gotten to manageable levels um so we went back and uh, some new people running the creek this time trying to keep it up to date, keep it maintained. So we were out there with our kids and, uh, you know, everything's kind of going all right. You know, our, uh, the group we had was, uh, doing a, a pretty, pretty good job. They were excited. There's lots of chickens and, and peacocks out there and they're all running all over the place. Uh, they, the animals have become experts at begging for whatever food they can get. Mm-hmm. They've also become very good at stealing whatever food they can get. And that includes packets of Cheetos. Um, which did happen while we were there, and uh, this little rooster came by, and he had these fluffy little ankles. It looked like he had leg warmers on from the 1980s, and he strutted himself over to where the lunch boxes were, and he popped his little head in there and snagged himself some Cheetos, mm. and he took off running like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, I saw him. He had a little orange beak from all the che- <laughs> Cheeto dust oh, no. from there. He was quite happy, but... Uh, but yeah, he took advantage of a, <laughs> a perfectly good opportunity. So we did our uh, little thing, uh, went out there. We had uh, a guide who was telling us. So she was a volunteer, a very sweet young lady. She'd spent about a half hour telling us about dirt. And I, I thought it was going to be about wildlife. Nope, we, uh, we learned about dirt. We learned about different types of dirt. Wet dirt, dry dirt, sandy dirt, uh, dirt you can plant things in. It was riveting. It was absolutely riveting. Um, I, I've never learned so much about earth and soil in my entire life. And a lot of dirty stories. It was a lot. Ooh, I'm telling you. I mean, we had kids there. <laughs> uh, so we got through that one. Uh, and uh, and some friends that were throwing pine cones at uh, other children. Um, not going to say who, but uh, a little, little frustration there because uh, we were getting a little bit uh, tired of listening to stories about uh, dirt. Dirt. And so um, after we had our lunch, uh, we were informed that we were going to get to go on a ride down the creek. Yeah, this whole area, you want to describe this whole area, Gary, for our listeners? Oh, uh, it's, it's like a campground area. It is. It's a nice little piece of heaven uh, located not too far from uh, where our school is. And uh, lots of trees, camping. It does have a camping vibe. I think they do some camping out there. You have to get some permission. Typically, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts uh, go out there to do that. Picnic tables. Picnic tables. You can go on hiking, and they'll do some little tours. It has some significance, some historical significance. Little and, camp, camp store. Little camp store. Yeah, sort of. Uh, let's say it's more of a check-in place, not so much of a store store. Okay. 
Um, but it's nice. It's located near some horse farms and stuff like that. Um, so I, I know this because uh, I told another story about summer camp where I got everybody lost and there was a lot of no trespassing and we'll shoot on sight signs out there. <laughs> Made me a little bit more nervous. I was trying to keep my confidence that I knew where I was going even though I had no idea what I was doing. Anyway, so, um, but uh, aside from all of the little camping area, they also have this creek that runs past the area and um they take a boat out on it and it's a pontoon boat and it's got seats in there and what they do is they take you up and down the river and they describe some of the wildlife and they tell you about uh, some of the um, native americans uh, the indigenous uh, people who are native to florida and some of the things that they did in this area how they uh, were able to um grow crops and harvest food and all that kind of stuff. It's fascinating, you know. Um, and so on the way back, uh, after we had gotten on the boat and we'd gone down, you only go down so far, you turn around and come back. So we're on our way back. And everything's going fine. And then we hear this. <laughs> and the captain uh, looks at all of us. She goes, oh, Looks like we're out of gas. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's funny. She's she's cracking me up. That's Nobody would take a whole bunch of children, especially ones that have emotional disabilities, out on a boat and let it run out of gas. I mean, <laughs> no, that would never happen. Come, you wouldn't think come so. Come on, you're, you're funny. No, we ran out of gas. <laughs> so we're sitting out there, and she pulls out this giant stick, and I thought to myself, is she going to try and use this like a gondola and, and, and row us back. No, she was using it to, uh, to push us away from the branches so we wouldn't get ensnared in it. Um, so we're out there and we're thinking, Oh, this, this isn't that bad. Somebody can radio somebody and they'll come out and, uh, tow us back or get us some gas so we can get this thing going again. So, uh, radio, what radio? They had a little CB radio. So they, uh, they made their little call. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Such and so will be out soon. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll bring a couple tanks of gas and we'll uh, we'll get you guys uh, on on the way. Now I'm thinking to myself. I mean, there's houses next to us that are along the creek. What if we What if we went over there and said, "Hey, you got some extra gas because they got boats there." No, no, no. There's a guy standing out there sipping his coffee, waving to us. Didn't didn't ask if we needed help, but he was definitely saying good morning. <laughs> Um, and so we're still sitting out there. I mean, you know, I probably thought that we were out there trying to do some fishing or something. And, uh, it was, it was very sunny, but because we live in Florida, there's a saying that all of us Floridians have. It's, uh, wait five minutes and the weather will change. It did. So it went from being a very sunny day with no clouds. So all of a sudden just downpouring on us. And the weird thing is, in Florida, you can still have sunshine and no clouds, but for whatever reason, it will still dump rain. It's the weirdest phenomenon I've ever seen in my entire life, everywhere else I have lived. Typically, rain is followed by clouds and dark skies. Not in Florida. We have what we call sun showers. It can be bright and sunny, beautiful outside, and all of a sudden, you're soaking wet because it just started to rain. It's, uh, it's like living in the twilight zone. So now we're outside on a pontoon boat, thankfully covered, pouring down rain in the middle of the creek with no gas in the pontoon boat. And then all of a sudden, in the far, far distance, I see uh, a canoe. 
and this little old woman who looked like she was 79 or 80 <laughs> years old, rowing at about a pace of uh, two miles an hour down the creek. I have photos of it. And uh, she is paddling uh, at a, you know, for her, what would have been a feverish pace, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she finally reaches us. And she hands off the gas and everything. And they bring it back to the back of the boat. And they're filling up the gas tank. They're getting everything ready. Oh, we're all cheering and applauding. The little old woman, she's shaking her hand. She's happy. She just did something. She did a good deed for, for a whole group of people. Um, and I thought to myself, I thought, oh, they're probably going to toss her a rope or something or, or have her, you know, put her canoe at the front of the boat. Cause it was a, there was a big front area that you could have put a small canoe on to, uh, and then you know, she could have ridden, and she could have ridden back with us. I mean, that's the decent thing to do. I mean, mm-hmm. this poor woman, God knows how long it actually took her. We were out there for close to an hour <laughs> with this whole event happening, I don't know how long it took her to row down there, but I saw how fast she was rowing. So I'm imagining it took her that whole hour that we were sitting there to row down to our section. And, uh, and they just left her there. Oh no. They just left her there (laughs) in her little boat to row all the way back to the, to the dock. So, uh, so eventually we, we did make it back safe and sound, uh, to the dock and and everybody got off and the the kids were all excited they they had had an adventure uh me and the the teacher i was with uh we sat there and (laughs) commented to each other that this is exactly how every horror movie starts out i mean you know (laughs) you're in the boat in the middle of a river when it breaks down i mean that's how deliverance uh played out right i mean they got uh with behavior disorder right with, with students with behavior disorders and uh but uh deliverance you know they got they got stuck with their boats and everything going down the rapids so i said i mean you know we are in florida and we are stuck on the river in the middle of nowhere why would they leave that old lady i don't her know canoe to d- row, row back i don't know maybe because they thought that you know she was capable of doing it or maybe she 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 was the kind of person who you know some of these uh, old timers who live out there in the middle of nowhere, they, you know, chew on a piece of metal and spit out nails. You know what I mean? They, they, they're tough as grit. Well, maybe she so, wanted the exercise. Maybe, or maybe she just wanted to enjoy. Uh, but she wasn't even asked. No, she wasn't asked at all. It was just <laughs> she was left there. Thanks, Martha. And then they just, you know, took off <laughs> yeah. down the in the in a boat that had a motor with gas in it. Yeah. Oh, um. Great. So, but uh, but she probably enjoyed being in the boat away from all of the screaming children from an uh, elementary school who were probably uh, wanting their ice cream or whatever it their lunch. It probably would have been too dangerous to have her try and get out of the canoe into your boat. She had to get out of the canoe to give us the gas. Oh, she did? She did. Got out of the canoe. So she was actually on, on the boat. She was at one point. She was on the boat. At one point, she was. And then she climbed back <laughs> into her little canoe. Oh, no. So, <laughs> it was not a matter of getting her on the boat. She did that perfectly fine on oh, her own. Oh, my gosh. Poor thing, though. But she yeah. she was a real trooper. And uh, like I said, she probably enjoyed just having some peace and quiet rowing back. Um Fortunately, by the time that she got to us, uh, the rain had stopped, and so it wasn't it wasn't pouring down rain. So she didn't have to worry about being sopping wet, uh, you know, in her canoe going back. You never so. know what's going to happen on your field trips. Dude. I really don't anymore. I have no clue. I mean, you know, 
by the time we left, the chickens were chasing after us because they still wanted uh, more food, and mm-hmm. more they were Cheetos. trying to pick up the yeah Cheetos. They were trying to pick up the scraps from the ground. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have a little arts and crafts things. More kids leave with stickers on their face than they do on the arts and crafts page. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was it was a nice event, and then, of course we ran into a, a, a family friend uh, who's a, a local author, mm-hmm. and so uh, caught up with her. But it was it was definitely an entertaining day. And I'll tell you this, I'm never disappointed. Every time I go on that trip, I know something is going to happen that I am not expecting to have happen. So folks, next time Gary goes on the Creek, we'll probably have another story from his classroom. Oh, I guarantee I will have another story from the classroom. So Gary, to uh, wrap our little story up about the Creek, Mm -hmm. uh, let's leave our listeners with one final thought. Give us one good thing you learned about Florida dirt. What did I learn about Florida dirt? You can't plant much in it because it'll die. So, okay. <laughs> unless it's a tropical plant, you can't do that. But I also learned don't leave the dock unless you're sure you have an extra tank of gas. There you go. That's that's what I take away from there that one. Go. All right. All right. So <laughs> until next time. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And uh, it may not have been incredible, but I'm sure it was entertaining. Yeah, hopefully so. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. And again, if you liked what you heard, like and subscribe and join us again each and every Friday for new episodes.